the Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. <laughs> we're, we're doing a new release. Oh, we haven't done a new release in a while, Zero, right? What was the last new release we covered uh, this that, that, year? I don't even remember. Exactly. I'd, I'd have to go back into our Well, show. now that the pandemic's over, according to... Well, I mean, that's not true. I was about to make light of that, but who knows it. Whatever. Uh, you know, you'd think that all these martial arts movies would start popping up again, but definitely like, that, that hasn't been the case. And uh, I definitely didn't expect that to come from... A new release to come from Korea, of all places. <laughs> right. yeah yeah we generally don't cover too many korean films um not that there aren't any korean martial arts movies there are i like a few of them but um what i notice is at least from the korean movies i've watched they tend to have martial arts in it but mm-hmm. they're not exactly martial arts films so sometimes yeah. they'll have like a few good fights and it's like oh that's great but then the rest of the movie is like something else i feel like Korean thrillers are kind of the selling point for Korean cinema, and they have these good fights in there every now and then, but they don't have the amount of fights maybe that we want, that we want to cover, for example. Yeah, quantity-wise, and also, I guess, like, stylistically, it's not exactly the way that we like to... Well, what we prefer in a martial arts film, right? Like, we like the... We like the overly complicated choreography. We like seeing physicality of stunt people falling, like all that stuff. That's why you guys are listening to us because that's the, sh- the shit that we gravitate towards. Um, but I guess uh, let's see if I get. Oh, I hopefully, really don't butcher these names. Choi Jae Hoon, who uh, directed The Swordsman, and um, Jung Jung Hook. God, I'm really gonna fuck fuck up these names. Uh, they decided to pair up again after doing the swordsman, and they created a, a melding of like what? Well, they they made a product that was actually kind of like it, more in line with the kind of action that we expect from uh, martial arts films. Um, they did a pretty good job, I think. You know, um, yeah, we're talking it, about uh, a extremely new release. I think this just came out in last Korea week. last week, mm-hmm. I believe, yep. or earlier this month. So this is The Killer from 2022, this year, not to be confused with John Woo's The Killer, <laughs> yes. or uh, I think there might... There's another one, there... like 20, 2006 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So, you know, very generic name, easy to get confused with the with the more well, notable John Woo movie, but yeah. This don't is forget the, the subtitle. It's A Girl Who Deserves to Die, which I don't think is a very apt title. Cause... Not at all, and not in, no. the, not in the American uh, or the English <laughs> translation, but in the Korean yeah. one, it's there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, the the killer. Uh, we actually got a special screening. Well, not really special. Uh, we 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 went to see this at the Asian Film Fest, New York Asian Film Festival, and the well, both of those, the director and uh, Jiang Hyuk, the star of the movie, and the action co- coordinator, technically were all, were present, um, and we got to you know like, get do a little Q and A with him. We got we 
Zero asked a really good question about the the action choreography during this. So, um, yeah, because like we obviously want to know like the behind the scenes uh, making of like like how they actually got to do the action. Um, but yeah, uh, I I think I when you and I walked out of this movie, I, I had some thoughts about the film. Um, but yeah, like I, I I think I said something to you which was like. Oh, I don't know. I think I liked the swordsman better, but then as I was going home, I realized I'm like, no, that's probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's what I told you. I, I told you when you said that. I was like, no, you didn't, because <laughs> you and I both watched Swordsman, mm-hmm. thinking it was a movie we can cover, yep. and we just couldn't get into how they did the fight choreography in that movie. Yeah. Not yeah. to say that the choreography was bad. It, that's I would say like a lot of times with with a competent film like the choreography itself is usually pretty decent yeah or at least subpar it's how they decide to shoot it and how they decide to edit it together where it might not be to our liking and Mm -hmm. after we watched that movie we were just we just weren't feeling it and it's such a shame too because um what's his name from the raid was also in there and then uh john kilk has shown that he's a really really capable martial artist especially in this movie like mm-hmm. i thought in i thought in the swordsman he was just fine but it's very clear to see his skills like level up so much considering that he's acting and starring in in this movie and he was the one behind the action direction yeah yeah i, I think it, it's commendable that, that he's doing so much and the choreography is pretty good for the most part for the most part i do have qualms with it and to Today we're doing a general review. I mean, we, it's a new release. We don't have a copy of the actual movie. Uh, we're not pirates, yeah. so and we, we're, it, it's hard to memorize all this stuff. Exactly. So we're just gonna make it brief. Oh, the last yeah. the last new release we did was Everything Everywhere All at Once. We also did. Oh. You know, we we don't have a, we didn't have a copy of that at the time, obviously, so we couldn't break down the fights. So yeah, we give our general review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean. I'm, we're not gonna go into uh, to story too much. It, it's a very straightforward plot about uh, a, a retired hitman who needs to babysit some some high schooler, uh, some brat. Yeah, some some high schooler. I mean, you're she's not set up in a way initially that you you would like her too much. Ergo, why the subtitles a kid who deserves to die. But you know, like you immediately start to feel for her in a way, and then. Not to spoil anything at all, but uh, the, the story almost feels like it could have ended at the halfway point. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's that, that's definitely like uh, something that was a big turnoff for me. Like I, 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 It gets to a certain point where it's like, oh, in another movie, because this is a very by-the-numbers kind of story, uh, in another film, this could have ended by now. Um, but yeah, like yeah, the movie just keeps stringing along, but it's fine. I mean, like... Uh, like towards the end like we get a really awesome action set piece which is which is great um but uh yeah like story-wise it's pretty vanilla i think um well it's one of those things where once you see what's going on you can kind of get a feeling where things are going because it's a hitman who is retired and oh he has a babysitter so you can imagine oh is this going to be it's going to be he needs to seek out the girl because, you know, he forms a bond with her. He needs to protect yep. her or 
something along those lines. Like we've heard this story all before. Uh, it it can get derivative at times, but they the they did say that they were influenced by lots of other specific movies. So you can kind of yes. see where they're pulling from. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to, you know, knock them on that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, so one thing that the director himself said before the screening was like, it's turn your brain off. Just, just go turn your brain off. Like, it's not, it's meant to be kind of like dumb fun because you are supposed to just focus on the action. I'm glad that the director actually just flat out said that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fine. You know, it like kind of tempers your expectations. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. Well, it's, I, it's a little, uh, I don't know. Um, yes. I, I don't mind a turn your brain off kind of movie, but I do want a competent plot and i do still want characters you care about Mm -hmm. it's weird i didn't think the acting was bad but i just didn't like how these characters were written yeah 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 uh well well (laughs) i think jung hyuk the lead um who by the way i i don't know why it just only dawned on me now that he was the star of Volcano High. It just, it just, my brain cannot connect it to. I, th- I thought like, I told you that yesterday. You did, but it still didn't. Like it's, it's like a, a mental disconnect. It's like you can keep telling me that, but like it. Well, just I mean, he was process. so young. Volcano High, but was he looks so nothing like it. Now. Right, right. Yes, well, I mean, true. you grow into your adult face. So yeah, yeah. But uh, while well, I'm thinking about, yeah, that's true. I'm thinking about Volcano High. He was so bombastic. You know, a very expressive character. Kind of annoying, but whatever. That was the character that he's playing and then this movie i mean yeah he has a little bit more like stoic charm i I don't know i've used the word charm loosely uh because his character is pretty not bland but he's pretty um you know like like unfazed by anything that happens around him and and that's that's the the whole point of his character he's supposed to be like a, a bit of a badass he's uh Kind of, at times he's a bit of a jokester. He'll 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 do the one-liners and such. But for the most part, he's basically unfazed by everything. It almost seems like he's clairvoyant in a ways because he always knows what is going to happen next. Like almost like second nature kind of thing. Mm. Like you know, like action-wise and story-wise, it's like just so happens you know that like someone's you know pointing a gun at him from behind the corner, and it's like he but he's shrugging it off as if it's nothing. And he almost plays like the invincible protagonist, which I've, I think we've complained about before. But um, yeah, in this movie, he really is borderline invincible. He, he's so overpowered. And I, I was definitely complaining about that after the film. I, I, thought, I thought that was, I, like, I guess I'm kind of tired of that trope. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of need a, a, a protagonist that has some shortcoming. But this guy's too perfect, and I didn't necessarily like that. Oh yeah, totally. It once I so with the invisible protagonist, I'm mm. okay sometimes when our protagonist is just plowing through simple bad guys like in the beginning of the story. Like I yeah. get that. Like we need to get a precedence for his for his skill or his power level. Mm-hmm. But as the film goes on, like I want enemies that scale kind of scale with him, that kind of get harder, you know, kind of like a video mm-hmm. game because if he's just overpowered the whole time, then what? Why? Why do we care? Right? We know yep. he's going to prevail. I think. Yep. I think because there is so much choreography and so much variation, what what we're doing, 
you kind of forget about that sometimes. Although in the aftermath, you realize he took out all those people very effortlessly. And to go back to what you said, there are moments of clairvoyancy in the choreography as well, where he's just dodging like with his neck or just or just on <laughs> soloing right <laughs> he's just kind of moving back or forth just a little bit to dodge these knife swings and yeah. it's impressive for a choreography standpoint because he has to remember to kind of tilt his neck back a little bit because he's dodging a knife swipe that's coming in front of his face that's really impressive but when you think about it on screen like he couldn't have seen that coming so mm-hmm. yeah. it is that he is clairvoyant as the character, and yeah. that doesn't help me like somebody because that yeah, just means yeah. he's invincible. Yeah, yeah, which is weird because like obviously other movies we've covered like there's always the like we always have like these overpowered uh, protagonists and such, right? Um, that especially when it comes to like like dodging things like uh, there are clear blind spots like you kind of have to lose yourself into the movie which i kind of can do with this movie like i can kind of give it a pass but it's it's actually more forgivable during the action in certain aspects but then you like you said before you want there to be a progression in difficulty as the movie goes on there's only one person in the entire film that even comes remotely close to matching his skill level and it 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 doesn't really feel like he's uh, like the main the main character. I mean, it never feels like the main protagonist main protagonist is ever really in danger. Even fighting this one dude right. who's also like a hitman. Yeah. So do you know who that blonde hitman is? Who's I do not who's know. chasing him the whole movie. I do that not is know. Bruce Kahn. He is uh-huh. the star of revenger which is another oh oh my god it is yeah 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 yeah. that's another movie that we did not cover i I was i was curious if we should talk about that oh my god i did not i did not draw the connection yeah so like it's that's that's one of the things i did like about the movie is there Mm -hmm. was a a recurring villain who was kind of chasing him the whole Mm -hmm. time when we see him their encounter is very brief but you you can see that bruce khan has some skill yeah and then he kind of gets dispatched really easily but he doesn't die so i was like oh yes i want i want him to keep coming back and every time he does come back he does pose a little bit of a threat but jung hyuk's character is just still too overpowered like he i I feel like i feel like i never felt he was gonna lose i i always knew he was going to triumph like I, i i wish there were moments where he maybe got out with just the skin of his teeth and he realized, yep. okay, mm-hmm. maybe I need to think of a different way of how I'm going to deal with this guy because I'm, I can't just like overpower him every time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking too. I, I really didn't, that, that, that's just kind of feeds into the whole idea that the main, main character is that like, he, he's just unstoppable and he is just that perfect. And I mean, like it, it doesn't, help it like it adds to like the badassery effect that they're trying to go for sure but i kind of like a more complicated character uh and that that's obviously coming from the action standpoint and we can dive into the action a little bit later but uh i think it, it, it's annoying because it actually uh, has a it also affects the story too <laughs> he is doing things at certain points where it seems let's just call it ill-advised like why is he doing why is he doing these things like there seems like if he does this now 
he's going to be in a heap of trouble. But it just so happens that, like, all the planets aligned where he can just, he gets, like, a get-out-of-jail-free card. But he he didn't plan for this. It just so happened that he, he got, like, got lucky. Yeah, yeah. There, so, there's too many cases of convenience where yeah. we could see a plot hole, but then the movie covers up the plot hole because, oh, this character just happened to come along, and now yeah, yeah. this character will assist, and... It's it's just a little too convenient that it happened that way, right? Yeah, right, right. I mean, I, I get if he's an invincible fighter, but for all that to happen in the story as well seems a little bit far fetched to me. I know the director himself said, "Turn your brain off," <laughs> but I could not turn my brain off regarding that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's weird. Like I didn't, I didn't mind like any sort of plot holes or or things like that because I, I was able to kind of turn my brain off. I just, I just wish I could like this guy a little more, mm. or sure. I don't know. Maybe the story just needed to be more streamlined because yeah. what yeah. happens is the mo- the the story in the movie is pretty A to B, but once we get to the halfway point, they they try to they try to make things not as linear. They try to yeah. they try to change things up, which is admirable. I, I appreciate that, but I didn't care for any of that stuff. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would have been fine if the end goal was I need to save this teenage girl, like that, mm-hmm. like and and she is at the very very end. But right. um, I mean, a little spoilery, and and not so much though because it, it does does still kind of come into play. He kind of saves her in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of this stuff. You just kind of sit here." Yeah, it's weird. You know, he, he's still, <laughs> he's still worrying about her, but she's out of the picture already, and we're stuck with this guy that I don't feel we care about. Like, I, I, I kind of felt for the girl a little bit. So I think if we strung her along to the end, that would have been a better payoff for me personally. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so one good question that you asked, uh, well, you asked the director and and uh, Jung Hyuk themselves, like him personally, was you know like what movies inspired them uh, this film. I mean, they, they referenced John Wick, which I, you can see uh, yeah. in the film. Um, they also referenced Man from Nowhere, and that's l- literally thinking. I'm th- literally thinking Man from Nowhere as I was watching this film, it's like because you know very similar premise in terms of like the little girl gets kidnapped and kind of similar to what you're mentioning before like that little girl is you even think that she's dead at a certain point uh but you know like it she shows she basically uh is like the the end goal of the film like she's there until the very end so you feel you're feeling it you know with him the main character uh whereas this film you know like it not to say it's resolved. It's not resolved, but like you know, if we're talking about the A to B, that that B is like at the middle of the movie, and then the rest of the film is like, where is this going? I don't know what's happening, but something needs to be resolved. Uh, it just doesn't feel like the movie's wrapped up yet, and that's actually a problem. I really didn't like the second half. Um, well, I mean, not not that it was like bad, but it was. Um, story story wise, wise it's just it's definitely the, it dragged it drags it, really it's, dragged it, for me. it doesn't feel as structured because yeah we didn't really get a good i i feel like we didn't get really a good establishment of their relationship it's just like a mm-hmm. little you're kind of forced into liking them 
because you know he's trying to save her and then she kind of gets sidelined so what's his motivation now if we don't like her why is he continuing to go forward right yeah yeah i mean uh, the story convenience he's uh, he, he never wanted children but then he just gets thrusted into this position where he has to protect this girl so now he becomes almost overly protective and now he needs to go and find the people who are responsible for all her suffering i guess right. um I, I, like it, it's yeah, not super too spoilery like yeah, as you I watch mean, that, the movie that's a great that's a great summary of it yeah yeah that's exactly what happens in the film and they try to add some i mean they, they do a twist and and i'm we're not going to say what it is but i i did not like it i thought it was stupid uh i thought it was almost overly com- convenient it was but then again, like a lot of the movie was overly convenient. Yeah, it was convenient because of the characters they set up. Yeah. And, oh, hey, look, this one character is not who they say they are. Yeah, Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. Um, you mentioned the comedy. I remember you were, were walking out of it. I mean, because there is comedy sprinkled throughout the film. I don't know. Like, it... it it's not that it doesn't work, but like for me, I thought tonally, it, like, what, what, what am I trying to get at? I, tonally, it kind of like throws the movie off a little bit. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it obviously, you need some levity. Like, oh, one thing I was gonna say was that this movie reminded me a lot of Fable or The Fable or oh, the whichever. Ja- yeah, the, the Japanese. Film, the Japanese the uh, film, yeah. Um, I'll, there's a lot of parallels you could draw there, like the, the in terms of like the main character's characterization, um, the fact that he's basically invincible. But you know, I, I feel like if we're talking about story and character complexity, I feel like the fable does it a little bit better because oh, much I mean, much better. I, I like those characters in that story a lot more than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like they're they're actually characters first yeah. in in the mm-hmm. fable in uh, movie. This this. I don't really get that sense here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it, you can draw a lot of parallels, mm-hmm. that, that is what I'm trying to get at. Because, like, like, the main character of that series, or that, that movie, um, he is the stoic badass who, who is basically almost invincible. He has some shortcomings in fighting. Um, you know, he does face some formidable foes. Um, but, you know, there's comedy that's uh, that's sprinkled through, throughout his character, too, and it works. Here, like, he... Uh, Jung Hyuk's character, he he toggles back and forth between like the stoic badass and the overly like overly what's what we call it? He he smiles a lot and and like he he almost looks like he's having like a mental breakdown in, at certain <laughs> times. Yeah, I don't really know. Like I don't he, know, like, I don't know he, if I got that. Well, I mean, I can't really not a mental breakdown, but he he almost looks like he's on the edge sometimes. Like I, I just could not put my finger on like what he was like what his character was like. Like it, it's it there it doesn't feel as well fleshed out is what I'm trying to get at. So and he's like throwing one liners every once in a while. I, I don't know. Like it it feel like this character wasn't um a complete character. I don't know how, if I'm if I'm getting totally getting to it. Yeah, um, I, I think I kind of get what you're trying to say, but uh, yeah, the, his his characterization, how he's written, was not something I latched onto, and was something I kind of forgot about, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, ultimately, it's about the action, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, so I've I, you know in the in the Korean action films I watch, generally I feel 
they they don't put in a lot of fights from from the Korean cinema mm-hmm. I've watched. I've, I'm no expert. I've seen what I've seen. Maybe some of the mm-hmm. more popular ones. What, but yeah. generally, like I see maybe like one or two to three, maybe you know, pretty good fights in like a standard Korean martial arts movie. And I, I was surprised that they did load this movie up with a lot of fights. It varies. Yeah. I would say there's maybe two or three like really really good ones, and mm-hmm. then like. You know some mediocre ones, but it's it's very clear they're still doing choreography. It's just that um, with the mediocre to not interesting fights, you can see that they cut corners with, uh, with you know with editing and uh, maybe how it's shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it helps that not only is John Hilk doing the action choreography and leading the film, but he's he does some of his own stunts too. Like as you can see during in the during the credits, he you know, suffered some injuries. You can kind of see it, you know, especially when he's jumping out that window. Uh, he just smashes his head on the the side. Oh of the... my god, that <laughs> that was horrendous to see. So yeah. he's, he's trying to jump out the window, and he jumps too high, so the top mm-hmm. of his head clips. Yep. You know, the top of the window as he's breaking through it. Ooh. Yep. Ooh, boy. Think, think, Ooh, boy. Think Stormtrooper in A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best way to describe it. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, like, just to describe more things that you'll, the kind of action you'll see more in the movie. There's a lot of long takes, which is very commendable. That's obviously something that they were obviously very proud of uh, during the Q&A session. They were talking about that. Uh, good use of slow-mo. Um like you mentioned the long takes. Uh, interesting use of uh, gun fu in the movie. It's not a lot of it, but there you'll you'll see it here and uh, you'll see it like once or twice in the film. Well, uh, the, reminded me a lot of Equilibrium. Yes, yes, I was gonna mm-hmm. I was gonna say. So when you when you mentioned gun fu, there are different levels of gun fu. There yeah. is the mm-hmm. equal equilibrium level where it is very theatrical. With how they do it, you know the arm, the circular arm movements, the pushing the yep. guns away because the gun is going in your face, that kind of <laughs> stuff. Where it looks cool, but in reality, that's you're not going to get into a gunfight <laughs> like that. It's it's just not going to happen. But it but it looks fun and entertaining for the movie, and I and I love that they definitely throw in those visual references there. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the more tactical, realistic kind of gunfu stuff, you know they did mention the influences of John Wick, and you can definitely see. Yeah. They're doing a lot of switching between uh, up close, close quarters gun combat in addition to him like throwing in some martial arts combinations here and there. Because a lot of it is like a, a lot of that stuff happens like in, a, in the close quarters. Like he's doing it in an elevator. He's doing it in a hallway where he doesn't have so much movement. So he needs to try and be tactical about, OK, yep. like how can I take this person out with the least amount of moves? Right, right. That fight you're mentioning, we're not going to talk about that too much because I'll spoil the film. But like, that's probably one of the better fights in the whole movie. A lot of long takes, like we mentioned before, um, and then probably one closer to the end of the film. I mean, that, that basically when he's fighting Bruce Con, like that. That's that's like any fight with him versus Bruce Con is pretty damn good, uh, especially the one towards the end. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like. We throughout the film, uh, the main character will be using you know using guns like in the middle of combat, and I'm looking at this from an action stand like action. I don't know, kind of story. I don't know, like someone who really loves action movies, but like I will always part of me think like, okay, how many bullets does that gun have? 
and I was like, okay, whatever, turn my brain off. But then we have people in the audience. I, I can hear the 50-year-old woman sitting behind me who will not stop talking. Oh, my God. Will not, <laughs> that, those, will not, <laughs> those ladies, uh, bless them. The, the, <laughs> bless, exactly, bless them. I was like, I get it. Like, like they probably haven't seen a movie like this in a lot. Like, they've seen a movie in theaters in, in decades, and they're just, like, they're just so confused. And the, the two of them need to bounce ideas off one another so they can collectively understand the movie together as one unit. Were they asking uh, about the bullet count? No, they were like, "How many bullets does that?" Yeah, they were like, uh, "So they were asking that gun have." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Oh, if they they they're asking that question, then that doesn't make me feel like mm-hmm. like I'm snobby for for questioning right. that." Well, he, I kind of wish they incorporated the the ammo. He does the film. run out of ammo. You could you can no he does no he does yeah yeah. There's a moment where he runs out of ammo and he has to resort to you know he's got to reload. But then once he reloads, there's 500 bullets in there again. Yeah yeah. He, well, he reloads in between fight scenes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like the one time he reloaded. Um yeah that I thought that was kind of silly. Um if we're ta- if we're talking about like referencing John Wick, like that's what I think that was one thing that they should have tried to incorporate. Because, you know, like, nowadays, like, I feel like eh, a lot of action movies, especially with guns, you know, like, if there's a, if there's a couple shots being fired, sure. But if there's a, a literally dozens of rounds being fired in succession, your brain starts to question, like, okay, literally, that pistol can only hold like so, many so much. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. man, like, the, the John Wick team, they are extremely anal when it comes to yep. that stuff. Like, they count the bullets. And they've gone on to say the only time they weren't accurate with the amount of bullets that was in the chamber and what you see on screen was because they had to make a creative decision in an edit. So they removed like some shots being fired. So the accuracy of the bullets was not correct. Like those guys are crazy. They're gun nuts. Yeah, you know, they're, yeah. they're action sure, nuts. Sure. Like they and that, now they had the budget and the leeway yep. to, to be even more you know, retentive about that stuff. I'm gonna yeah. be a little more forgiving with a movie like this, you know. Like, yeah. As yeah, long yeah. I, I see him reloaded the gun, I'm like, okay, that's all I need to like, uh, like forget about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's where I have to be a lot more forgiving for this film too. Uh, the, the main character, like, he does a lot of gunplay in, uh, throughout the choreography. Like, a lot of that sprinkled in between like the hand to hand stuff. I think that's okay. I it it does feel. Hmm. How I best describe it? It feels, it feels like a, a very swift movements and a lot of like almost. Like, it's obviously better than the 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 throws and takedowns that are being uh, like tossed throughout the film. Like I, I didn't buy a lot of that, but that might be because like I, I've been doing that myself lately. So like I I think that that that's definitely a bias of mine, but um. I think like what makes the action really work uh, when it does work is the fact that there's a lot of variety. So you know like you have gunplay and the fighting and the takedowns and you know running around uh, like I, the, the bar, like a uh, uh, the bar you know like you're just avoiding gun bullets flying all around. Um, anytime where he's fighting the goons like the 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 normal henchmen, I thought it was okay. Um, it again, it's it's more of like about establishing him as a badass um but if they're not like doing some crazy like like cinematic experience kind of thing like you know like really showing off like their one takes and such 
uh, and doing these long, longer bouts of choreography. I thought it wasn't anything too special. It wasn't like the, the fight between between him and Bruce Khan is good. Um, and like anytime they're showing off, like oh, like look at what this like technical marvel it is that we can capture all this fighting um, in a longer take. Like those are great, but like outside of that, I thought it was just okay. You know, yeah. The fighting never really exceeded that. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I I, I completely agree. Um, but the fights that I thought were good were pretty yeah. good, and mm-hmm. we haven't gotten a lot of martial arts movies this year. Like I can easily say, like from a fight choreography standpoint, like I like a lot of the fight choreography here, and this is this is yeah. kind of like the best for me right now because we don't have too much really mm-hmm. I, I mean like uh, I, I mean are we gonna get anything at the end of the year i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know um but i mean i guess like i, I can kind of, well for me at least I, I can kind of wrap it up in terms of like what i think of the film i, I think it's it, it's yeah it, it, it's an entertaining watch it has problems it, it's it's not it's it's good you know i, I think it's like okay to good it's not mediocre, but I think it's it's enough to recommend to somebody in case they're interested. Um, I mean, like, it's commendable, especially like compared to like what what other works that they've done, you know, together. Um, they said that they want to continue collaborating, so like why why not support them some more? Um, I think they they said they want to do drama afterwards. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know. So he's been doing one action movie a year for the past three years. So. Uh-huh. In in the the Q and A, he I I think he's like, yeah, I need to take a break from action for a little bit. <laughs> I want to do drama, and everyone's like, no. <laughs> I don't know, What were your thoughts, recommendation wise? Uh, exactly the same. It's not the best movie. I complained about the characters and the plot, but mm-hmm. I did enjoy sitting through it. It was fun. Uh, action was mediocre to pretty good, pretty pretty mm-hmm. good considering. Uh, we haven't gotten so many action movies or yeah. fight choreography movies this year that that I feel are worth talking about. So this is this was a pleasant surprise. I I well, I knew I wanted to see this movie, but I was thinking it was going to just be more like Korean, typical Korean action thriller, uh, and I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. There's there's actually a good amount of fighting in it. So yeah, yeah. Maybe one day we can talk about it in detail. I don't know. I like just based off memory. I, I it, it, it it's hit or miss. You know, I, it could kind of fall into both categories. Like you can totally break down the action, but at the same time, not really. So it, it's like riding that line somehow. Um, yeah, but like, I, yeah, I, I think we we're both in agreement. The movie's just okay, <laughs> okay to good. Yeah, but but uh, definitely worth a watch yeah. if you're an action fan, yeah. martial arts fan. You can definitely give this a watch. Sure, sure. Uh, it does end on the highest of notes, and I don't think it was intentional that everyone laughed. <laughs> I mean, the... I don't. Th- I I think we could ruin it because you know he's gonna save sure, the girl in the sure, end. Sure, sure. He saves the girl at the end. Uh, the main character is on the beach with his wife. He has a wife character, by the way. Uh, they're standing on one side of the, the they're they're basically hugging, right? They're they're just staring off to the sunset. Meanwhile, like thirty feet away is the little girl standing by herself and they're looking into the sun and it's like it's so awkward. Like why is she so far away? She's so far away, the sunset it, you know, we're facing the sunset. He's with his wife in the loving embrace. This girl is standing by herself, 
and then it cuts to the credits and people kind of started laughing <laughs> during, the, <laughs> during the movie like it, like uncomfortable laughter almost because we're like oh that's that's how you're ending it yeah yeah it, like it's like unintentionally funny yeah but, yeah. but I, I was just sitting there holding in my laughter not trying not to but i didn't expect everyone else to laugh everyone laughed yeah <laughs> But the problem with that is that the filmmakers are like right on the other side of the <laughs> of the the, the panel, so mm-hmm. we're like, okay, well, they they probably were was not expecting that kind of response. Right. <laughs>